Sisters, but not by birth. Family, but not by DNA. David and Adam are two of a kind, and they want to borrow some of your day to talk into your ear holes about midi chlorians and roller coasters. Those two things are unrelated, but so are they. They're unrelated at birth, like most people who aren't related. Unrelated at birth, but they're brothers in a brotherly way. Now it's time for the phenomenal brother and the golden voice of the South. They're brothers from different mothers, but they're both really proud to be unrelated at birth. And welcome back into another great, exciting, and wonderful Unrelated at Birth. As always, you've got the one, the only, the golden voice of the South, the human jukebox, Dave Adams, coming to you live and in living color all the way from the top of the state of Alabama. That's right, in Madison, Alabama. And as always, I have brought along my friend from the House of Mouse, the House of Fireworks in just two days, the one, the only, the phenomenal brother, Adam Joseph Russell. The fixer of fingerprints. We should add that to my name now. The fixer of fingerprints. Sure. Yeah. Carrie said he was going to come over and help, and apparently all it was was fingerprints. <laughs> glad he... There you go. If you want to get that reference, go back and look at the, the pre-show on Facebook. Yes. Um, if you're not watching us on the pre-show on Facebook, why not? Because we just spent 20 minutes, as Adam would say, waxing lyrical and, and having fun uh, just hanging out. Um, <laughs> Jeffrey Martin chroma key is still wigging out in shiny spots when Dave puts the back of his hand in view. Yeah, just a little bit. I've, I've got to figure balls. it out. He gets nervous when he goes on air, Jeffrey. Eh, no, there's no nerves going on here. Carrie <laughs> <laughs> says middle name show is now officially official. Um, but anyway, so yeah, if you're not watching us on the Facebook lives, why not? We have a lot of fun. We, we interact with people. We, we do the fun show. Um, Dave, one quick question. Do you consider yourself any degree of a quote-unquote redneck? I don't know if I would. You do, Adam? I, I wouldn't say. No, I'm not, I'm not nodding my head for me. Okay. I, I would say I would consider myself more of the good old boy category and not the redneck category. Okay. okay. Yeah, I go along with that. Just, just because. Just a good old boy. And that was your dad, by the way, asking that question. Um your dad said rednecks and fireworks do not <laughs> that's make. why he doesn't shoot them off that's why he goes to disney for them <laughs> now no, i, no. I let somebody else handle shooting off of fireworks ever since 1976 i, I did spend uh two almost 300 dollars on fireworks on sunday that we're going to shoot shoot off. okay how, how how close is the nearest house to you half a mile okay so that's acceptable we our circle here in, in the, 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 the central Florida area has, oh, wow. Yes, our, our, our little circle here has probably 50 houses in it. Yeah. Or maybe quarter acre, half acre lot, something like that. And people will buy the four or $500 box with multi stages and shoot it off right. in the street out here. Uh, well, like in well, the middle of the street. That's okay. I see nothing wrong with that. When we're in the middle of a burn ban, no, it's not. Okay, now, now that's okay. That's a problem. Usually around New Year's Eve, we're in the middle of a burn ban because we're not even had rain in six months. 
Carrie anyway. says half a mile my rear. See, okay, he maybe because Dave knew where I was going, Carrie. Maybe a quarter mile. I mean, but I'm going to go to Google Maps and I'm going to measure it. Hang on. The whole street is not half a mile. The street is a mile. Look, the street is a mile and a quarter. <laughs> I walk it. Let's see. Google Maps. <laughs> you don't know my address by heart, do you? Okay, so what if I do? do? Okay, you do. I know yours. I'm watching you, Dave. That's fine. I'm uh, afraid anyway. I can't do that. I'm afraid I can't do that, Dave. Anyway, so why are we here tonight, Adam, while you're Google Mapsing my, my house? <laughs> we are here to um, go off of an idea or something that we talked two weeks ago. There are things called pod decks, which are a deck of cards that you can randomly pull a card from and have a ready-made question to ask somebody on your podcast. So we are going to ask each other, or Dave is going to ask both of us, I should say, since you have the, the cards, ask us pod deck questions for a whole episode and see what happens. Should be fun. Yes. And, and just so you know, we do have some things in the hopper. Uh, in two weeks, we're going to have uh, a friend of the show, a friend of Adam's really that I've become friends with. Uh, Matthew Skedrick's coming on the show to talk about Harry Potter. We work, we, we're not going to do it this week uh, because we talked Harry Potter on the last show. And we don't really want to do a bunch of Harry Potter uh, um, back to back to back. But the I Harry Potter ide idea is, is Harry Potter a Christian story? And and he's got some good facts and backups for it. Um, I, it. It could be a good discussion. And then I, did you watch the thing on Aaron Burr I sent you? Um, I didn't watch all of it. No, but I did start it. There's so much like interesting history on Aaron Burr. I want to do like a, a weird history deep dive. Okay. Uh, so that might that'll be after the Harry Potter. So we've got the month of July for pretty much figured out. Well, here, let's go ahead on that note. Let's go ahead and do Virgil ask a question. Have you listened to it yet? I have not. All right, here we go. I'm going to go ahead and play it now because it's very relevant to what you just mentioned. Okay. In the 1700s, a European philosophical movement known as the Enlightenment or the Age of Reason, was making its way across the Atlantic Ocean to the American colonies. Enlightenment thinkers emphasized a scientific and logical view of the world while downplaying religion. In many ways, religion was becoming more formal and less personal during this time, which led to lower church attendance. Christians were feeling complacent with their methods of, methods of worship, and some were disillusioned with how wealth and rationalism were dominating culture. The Great Awakening was a religious movement that impacted the English colleges in America during the 1730s and 1740s. Christian leaders often traveled from town to town preaching about the gospel, emphasizing salvation from sins, and promoting enthusiasm for Christianity. The result was a renewed dedication toward religion. Sounds very familiar, don't you agree? My question is, how is this connected to Aaron Burr? My grandfather was a fire and brimstone preacher. Preacher, preacher, preacher. preacher. <laughs> His granddad was Jonathan Edwards, center of the hands of an angry God. There you go. Uh, What's funny is I didn't listen. I, I promise you, I did not listen. To oh, question. no, we, we've talked about that before. I was going to say, <clears> the, the, 
one of the things when I really went went through all the backups of the 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 musical, um, that was one of the the first things I sent you. That I was so so excited to find out. Oh yeah, yeah. So that, that's go. cool. That was yeah. relevant. Very relevant. So how are we doing the cards tonight? All right. So Host there the are most. there are fifteen categories that I'm going to put in my trash pandas, uh, Tom Collins glass here. I can't believe that cup is empty. This is this is a strange show. I know, right? Hey, by the way, Jeffrey Martin said, just looked. It's the same price he's currently paying for the same speed. $50 for 12. For Earthling. Per yeah, for yeah. Earthling. Yep. All right, so here we go. There are 15 categories that I'm going to put in this little cup and go from there. Dads, which is something fun about your father, not... not oh, something dads. fun about your father. Okay. Yeah. Superheroes. So, like DC, Marvel, questions about superheroes. What the frick? You know, just random questions. Film. How dare you? Kind of like how rude, probably. How I don't know. How dare you, sir? Hypothetical questions. Imagine all of Food. these are going to be hypothetical questions, but eh, okay. Probably. Foodie. Foodie. Video games. Vi video games? Video games. Oh, thank you. Sorry. Travel. Movie night. Movie night. Baseball. The baseball be very, very good to me, Hain. Philosophy. Things that make you go, hmm. Hi, hmm. I hope Corinthy Frog here. Hello. Would would you rather? Yes, I would. Ice breaking questions. Mm. And my favorite, wrestling. That'll be a short one for me. All right. I'm shaking. I'm reaching in to choose a category. Hang on, we got to hear the paper rustling. Get it up to the mic. There we go. The first category is what the frick. All right. Get this one out of the way. Ooh. All right. <laughs> what the <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. Uh, Here. There's a picture of a unicorn mask, a dude in a unicorn mask, by the way. Here. Is your question, Adam? Oh, so we're we're answering the same question, though, right? We can. Let's start that way. Let's just see what happens. Is cereal a soup? Why, or why not? <sighs> Let's see. This is going to require a quick trip to the Google machine. Soup definition. The definition of soup. Let's approach it from a logical standpoint first. Okay. A liquid dish, typically made by boiling meat, fish, or vegetables in stock or water. A substance or a mixture perceived to resemble soup. Um, See, yeah, I, I, I'm seeing I'm seeing a lot of meat, fish, or vegetable stock as a base in order to be called a soup. Yes. So, but then, so hang on. Let's okay. let's let's by strict definition, no. But okay. where does milk come from? A cow. Cow is meat. So could you follow a line of reason to say that while not a stock, it is a product of beef. 
and therefore the base of it could be considered meat-based and therefore a soup. There is no way that you're going to convince me that cereal is a soup. So, okay. <laughs> Why? Because it's not savory? Well, what's no, your reason? Because, well, what's your no, reason? Because people can, you can eat cereal without milk. So are you telling me that, that eating cereal without milk is still a soup? Have you ever eaten chicken or noodles without beef, without chicken broth? No. You've never eaten noodles well, or chicken. Like, yes, have you ever then, had, have, have you ever had chick pasta with chicken on it? That doesn't make it a soup. What does make it the soup? Pasta by itself is not soup. Okay, cereal, cereal by itself is not is, soup. So is cereal the combination of the two? Or are you saying that the box of Lucky Charms is the cereal and the milk is just an add-on? The milk is just an add-on. Oh, okay. The box of Lucky Charms is the cereal. When you go down the cereal well, aisle, let's look at definition you, of cereal. You see milk. This is exactly. Yeah. I have to say. I have to take a second and say this is exactly why we started the show right here. Yeah. This is exactly Gary, why we did. This. Gary finally agrees with me on something. Cereal in milk could possibly be, but cereal by definition doesn't require it to be in milk. It's yeah. Okay. Just cereal. So the definite one definition of cereal is a breakfast food made from roasted grain, typically eaten with milk. Typically, so that milk is a garnish. Exactly. So, vis-a-vis, cereal is not soup. <laughs> I can go along with you on that. I'm having fun already. This is great. <laughs> do we do one more question in WTF? Let's do one more, yeah. All I right. think we can do two per. I'm kind of scared, but go ahead. Have you ever eaten a whole tube of Pringles by yourself? Yes, I have. I don't know. Hmm. Oh, come on. You can't tell it, me. Okay, wait. There's two. This is two things, though. By myself or in one sitting? Because I can have a tube of Pringles in my office and, like, over the course of several days, eat through them just me. Okay, so I will go on record as saying I've done both. You've done both. I don't think I've made it through an entire tube in one sitting, but I've probably come more close than I would like to admit in public. What okay, so let's take that. What flavor would you eat in one sitting if you could pick? Honestly, the 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 cheesums. Cheesums, okay. Mm, I would probably go ahead. Sour cream. I was gonna say either sour cream or salt and vinegar. That's good. That's a good <laughs> what's the sexiest and least sexiest name? <laughs> Next category. <laughs> Back right. to the cup we go. <laughs> I'm a shaking. I'm a shaking. I'm a shaking. Uh, Jeffrey says so. Chicken noodle casserole is not soup, but the addition of water to chicken and noodles is soup. Yeah, I would say the addition of water and chicken broth, like chicken stock. Yeah. All right. I, I have a feeling that. this is going to be Adam's favorite category. Uh oh. Hello, Brian. Hey, Brian. <laughs> Hello, Brian. Hello, Brian. Philosophy. Mm. Let's get deep. Ooh. Would you break the law to save a to save a loved one? Break it the law. Um. Yeah. 
I mean, there's lots of different ways you could play that. Um, let's say you speed down the turnpike or interstate to get to the hospital to save their life. That's technically breaking the law. Right. Yeah. So I think the overall answer would be yes. You can think of a scenario in which you would. Would you? Would you, could you on a train? Would you? Could you on a plane? Take someone's life to save. And see, okay, so so here's this is this is an interesting one, and this is a, a <laughs> and very that's why this deep, is philosophy, yeah, right. So I am I'm reading the sequel to uh, John Grisham's A Time to Kill. It's called A Time for Mercy. Yep. Um, and you know, A Time to Kill, you know, kind of goes through a a revenge killing, and now this one, A Time for Mercy, it kind of does the same thing. Yeah. Um. I have never, and I hope to never be put in a place to where I would want to kill somebody to save Ellie or Harper or Amanda. And I sure. hope to never do that. Sure. But I will, I, I can tell you there are times, yeah, advanced reading. Yes. I'm, I'm audio, audio booking, booking it. Uh, but I, I would, if, if, if I had to just pull a, a gun, pull a trigger of a gun to make sure my kids are safe and my wife is safe, I don't know if I'd think twice. Yeah. Well, it's why places like Florida and some other states have stand your ground laws, right? It's the scenario that you're talking about. If someone right. busts up in here and I'm standing between them and my family and they have evil intent, yeah, they're going to be in the losing end of that equation a hundred times exactly. out of a hundred, you know, but if it, it, to save a loved one, yes. I think if you start going down the path of just purely benefiting a loved one, I think you could probably make it, a lot harder to justify, right. but saving right. a loved one. I mean, yeah. If it, yeah. If it means some, some thugs life versus Ellie Harper or Amanda's life, you better believe yeah. it. I'm, I'm breaking a law. Mm -hmm. Jeffrey makes a good point. Depends on the law being broken. Would you go as far as they do in the Saul movies? I haven't seen any of those. So I can't I, say, I, I think we're, we're kind of going there. Okay. Um, oh, here's a good one. If you were guaranteed the correct answer to one question, what would you ask? If you were guaranteed, I want to make sure I understand. If you were guaranteed the correct answer to one question, what would you what ask? What would you ask and to whom would you ask it? So if they had to tell you the truth. Right. And I don't know. What do you think? After the afternoon on this one a little bit. I, it seems so, like you have something. I see that gleam in I was your gonna eye. Say, as a history guy, I would like to go to the president of the United States and say, "Where? show me the conspiracy theory book. Hmm. Show me. Yeah, but see, then the problem with that is the question you're asking him, show me the book. He would show you the book and then like, you don't get to read it. Uh, yeah. So JFK, uh, Carrie is kind of along my same. Was JFK really killed by his? Okay. So you would pick a specific conspiracy right, theory and exactly. speak to that one. Okay. Yeah. 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 I would. <sighs> yeah. Would Dave really stop singing if they get five more patrons? Yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. Jeffrey says back to the killing may sound bad, but if I'm defending against someone harming me or a loved one is different uh, than saying, shoot a rando or I'll harm a loved one. Hmm. 
Vance Still says, I think it's more like, what law would you break in Purge Night if it was real? I'd just be sitting in the living room, man. Hold up, watching TV. Yeah, I don't know if I could do that. Yeah. Uh, Je- Jeffrey, uh, I'd ask Bill Clinton what the definition of is. <laughs> well, is. well, you see, that's a tricky question, my friend. Ooh, that's, that's, that's a good one. I would go to the, Cl- to the Clintons and say, who have you really killed? Hmm. And Hillary would go, <laughs> <laughs> right. I, I, so the only thing that pops into my head, I can't think of anything I really want to know the answer to. Um, I, I would ask Jesus, Calvinism or not? <laughs> <laughs> Let's just settle it right now on earth. I'll take one for the team and use my one question to settle that for everybody. How about that? There you go. All right. Why is my camera doing that? This is annoying. Let me shake it a little bit. All right. Ooh, video games. Ooh. All right. Video games. I got to go down. Where is it? There it the is. Light. Is that making it any better? There we go. How many video games do you currently have in your streaming library? How many video games do you have in your streaming library? Like, how many have you downloaded from Xbox? Um, not that many, but honestly, because they're so big now that I can't fit that many. Oh, I've, got an extra, my, I've got an extra hard drive. Yeah, I've got that old, the old Xbox One with 500 gig. Um, my PlayStation's the same way. I would say probably 10. I, I was going to say, you know, 10 or 11, right? There. Yeah, that I actively play. Yeah. Two. Fall I'd Guys. Go. I don't even really play anything on the Xbox anymore that much. I mean, I know. You're never on anymore. I know. What the crap? I don't know what, I don't know what, ha- I don't know what happened. I finally get an Xbox where we can play and, and you're never on. I know. I'm sorry. All right. Well, that one wasn't near as fun. Growing up, did Monopoly cause fights in your house? Oh, no. No, not fights. Although I never tried to trade with my dad. Never tried to trade with my dad. Why? He will not trade anything you might possibly need. So he even wouldn't do it. Even if it's the one property or? that does him no benefit and he's still going to lose, he would not trade you. Um, but Monopoly didn't cause fights. No, we enjoyed it. Okay, here's here's one. Okay, have you ever beaten the original Super Mario Brothers for NES? Yes, multiple times, both with and without warp. I don't know if I've beaten the original one. I've beaten Super Mario Brothers three, mm-hmm. but not the original. I've beaten all three of them. Yeah. Oh, dude, Mario 2 sucks. Oh, Mario 2 was great. It was so different. It was horrible. 3 is the best, though. Oh, hands down. Okay, video games was... Were my hands up? I'm sorry. Yeah, no. What? Were my hands up? I'm sorry. No, no. What are you talking about? You said hands down. I was just like, oh, my hands were... Sorry. Oh, sorry. Bad joke. Yeah, video games wasn't near as fun. Yeah. Come on, come on, come on. Give me All a good right. one. What do we got? What do we got? What do we got? What do we got? Oh, dads. Oh, here's one. Hang on. Vance says, who is your... De-? See, these guys are coming up with better questions, I think, than some of the cards are. Who is your default Mario Kart driver? <sighs> it's been so long since I played Mario Kart. I always went with Koopa. I was Yoshi on the old school. 
yeah. new school because me and the kids played a lot on the switch um is metal mario metal That's mario it's like silver huh yeah the correct answer is peach nope no, <laughs> sorry <laughs> only in mario brothers 2 because she could float right so. all right this is called that's my dad why okay. should we only celebrate our dads on father's day this deck includes a variety of questions that will have your guests or co-hosts reminiscing about their fathers and thinking about what makes him special oh all right here we go drum roll what is something interesting you found out about your dad's childhood I got one. I got two. Actually. Something interesting that I found out. Tom Adams, who is the most prim and proper man that I know, had long hair in the 70s. Like, down here, long hair. Okay. And so he, he plays saxophone, a tenor and, and Barry sax. He played uh, for the circus when it came through town. Hmm. How about that? So those are my two cool. So we're saying stuff. childhood up through teenage years, like right, right. Okay, yeah. I'll, I'll add to that. My dad had long hair too. Your father had long hair. He had long hair. He sure did. Huh. He sure did. Je Good. Jeffrey says he went to a one-room schoolhouse with his eleven brothers and sisters. Wow, that's interesting. That is really yeah, my dad. My dad was on a construction site one time and um, almost had his finger torn off. Really? Completely crushed it. They lowered something onto it, his ring finger. And he's got several pins and things like that. Interesting. See? Yeah. That is interesting. With his long hair. With his long hair. <laughs> Amanda, said, Amanda just commented on that. I think everybody's father had long hair in the 70s. <laughs> Oh, oh, here we go. Here we go. What uh, is your favorite? And this is you and I, not. What not, is your favorite color? Sorry. <laughs> Blue. No, green. <laughs> no, green. Ah! <laughs> what is your favorite dad joke? My favorite dad joke. You can probably think of one on the spot. You're usually the one sending them to me. Um, my favorite dad joke is probably why do golfers wear two pair of pants? Case in case they get a hole in one. one. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably yeah, my favorite. Yeah. I, I think mine is actually one that I heard this weekend and I got you pretty bad on it. <laughs> um Yeah, you did. After there was a there was a, a a long line at a Lego store this weekend and you know, apparently all this commotion, they were just standing around waiting on waiting around the block. Yeah, yeah. Adam thought it was a real thing. I was like, I want to see pictures. And Dave's like, dude, they were lined up for blocks. I'm like, yeah, and I want to see pictures. I want to see what that looked like. He's like, no, dude. <laughs> like, Legos, blocks. Legos, get it? That was Carrie that actually sent me that joke. Oh, Carrie, props, man. Yeah. Uh, see, uh, 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 Amanda says, Carrie, you're going to let him take credit for that. I, I gave the credit where credit was due well i'm gonna i'm gonna go back with carrie on this you failed at that one dave i'm sorry i did, I did. but on I'm a sorry. scale of amazon to dhl you were somewhere around the postal service on delivery there so yeah 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 all right 
Movie night. Movie night. All right. This is all about it, cows. Put your podcast in the limelight with these questions all about watching movies. You'll definitely want to have some popcorn on hand for this deck. Oh, shoot. I didn't make any popcorn. I know. But continue anyway. If you could watch any movie tonight, what would it be? Any movie at all tonight. Any movie at all. Jeffrey Martin. Dave knows what I watched last night. Hunt for Red October. I know what you watched last summer. Um, I would probably say... I just watched The Rocketeer recently, so not that one. I would say Moneyball. I like that movie. It makes me happy. They do data stuff. That is a good movie. Yeah. Um, if I could watch any movie at all, it would probably be Major League Two. Hmm. Just as such a quotable movie. I you having the mob boys? <laughs> no mob <Ma> bush. <laughs> Joe Boo. You drank uh, Joe Boo's rum. <laughs> um, either yeah, Major League One, Major League Two, or I would say maybe Rocky One. Hmm. Just because it's, yeah. it hits you in the feels. Yeah. What is that? That was Aiden. <laughs> oh, that's not like a grown man. Right. Tell what me about crap? it. Dude. Tell me about it. Okay. Here's a good one. Here's a good one. Which three movies have the most awesome soundtrack? Hmm. I'm going to go one classical and that's okay. going to be Jurassic Park. Okay. So you I'm got one go, John Williams in there. I'm going to go one nostalgic and throw out Back to the Future. Okay. And I'm trying to think of like one more recent. You give give a couple of years while I think okay. about the more recent. Star Wars. Yeah. I'm going to say, um, yeah, I'll go. I, I got to say Back to the Future too, just because it's got you know really good 80s music in it. Yeah, anything with um, you, Lewis, I'm all about. And then, let's see, this is going to be such a cop out. <laughs> but Crimson Tide. Okay. That Hans Zimmer. Sure. And, and the way he you know brings in the the navy hymns and and sure. you know they they do have that cool part. You know this might be your the president's navy, but this is my ship. Yeah. Anything less than perfect, that singing sensation will be my boot up your butt. Yeah. You know, release them, Mister Cobb. This is a very fine ship. My fine ship, sir. From a very <laughs> fine state. Fine state, sir. <laughs> and what do we say? Go, Bama! Roll time. <laughs> I'm actually, I'm actually going to throw out. Instead of doing more recent, I'm going to throw out a, a more family-friendly type movie. Okay. And my kids are really into it right now, so I'm going to pick this one. I'm going to say Willy Wonka. Really? Yeah. Really enjoy singing that right now with the kids. They're really into that that soundtrack right now. So I'm going to throw out Willy Wonka too. Jeffrey says, back in college, almost all my music collection consisted of movie soundtracks. I'll tell you, man, I get in nice. this mood every now and then when it's John Williams and Hans Zimmer yeah. and Danny Elfman most of the time just sitting and listening to music. I figured um, you for like a Mamma Mia kind of guy. Yeah, no. Uh, Carrie says Moana. 
because mm. it's Lin Lin Manuel Miranda. Uh, he also says Forrest Gump is the best soundtrack, hands down. In terms of a compilation, one of like classic stuff, yeah, yeah, that's fair. He also says a goofy movie is a good one. Um, and Jeffrey says Hunt for Red October has an awesome soundtrack. Singing in the rain. Yeah, it's, it's not a bad one. All right. Singing in the rain. Sorry, I'm so trying we, to get the lighting right so my camera will focus again. We've done our movies. All right, here we go. Here we go. Next round. Man, we've only done five rounds so far. We have 15. You <laughs> thought we were going <laughs> to go through this quickly. Well, we're also doing two or three questions a piece, so I think yeah. we went a little. Would you rather? No, definitely not. Okay. So this one. <laughs> oh boy. This is going to be hard to read. Would you rather accidentally laugh super loud at a funeral or fart while giving a speech at a wedding? <laughs> I, I would say I would say laugh at a funeral. I I would say that too because laughing at a funeral could be remembering something, but yeah. farting while giving a speech at a wedding, there's no that's that's lunch. I mean, there's no, <laughs> there is no yeah, I uh, there's no way to cover could, that up. You could play it off of oh, I just remembered something that Mima said. You know, yeah, you could you could play that off. Yeah, <laughs> let's see. Here you go. Would you rather yeah. lick every inanimate object you see or be licked by every living thing you see? <laughs> well, considering that I only see one living thing and that's you, pardon me while I make a laugh around my office real quick. <laughs> 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 Jeff, Jeff, given the, the first question Jeffrey says it depends oh on the type of fart <laughs> a silent but deadly or a slow roller <laughs> okay Can well, we I think when, when you read the question I think we all had a very specific image of what it was in our head yeah, I think we yes. know which option we're rolling with there. can we just do a would you rather the whole show <laughs> uh would you rather eat a whole bag of marshmallows or a whole jar of peanut butter at once? Jar of peanut butter. I hate marshmallows. Really? Oh, I hate like out of the bag marshmallows. Ugh. By themselves, I hate them. Okay, here's one that'll... Uh, that you roast them, make s'mores, put them in hot chocolate. They have a purpose, but by themselves. Ugh. Here's one that will get some discussion going because I know we got some Illinois people. We got some, some Chicago people. Illinois. Illinois. Deep dish or thin crust pizza? Mm. <laughs> I, I say thin crust, but if you do choose the deep dish, the sauce goes on the crust first, not last. Okay. No, no, no. no. I don't want this sauce on oh, top. No, 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 dude, no. That Chicago deep dish <laughs> any day. <sighs> oh. Give me that good, good Chicago deep Thank dish. Thank you. Any deep day. dish is just lasagna. Wow. Jeffrey Martin crust. from Illinois See. says thin crust. See. I'm, 
I'm shocked. I love it. Give me that Giordano's. I don't like sauce on pizza anyway, so. Okay. All right. Here we go. Okay. We're right. getting away from would you rather, even though it's the best category we've done so far. <laughs> it's a potpourri. We have to sample all of it. Icebreakers. Jam-packed with lighthearted getting to know you. Getting to know you. <laughs> getting to know all about you. <laughs> okay. Given the choice of anyone living in the world, living okay. whom would you have as a dinner guest? <sighs> Amanda says, I'll never eat at Giordano's again. Bravo. <laughs> Given the choice of anyone living in the world, who would you have as a dinner guest? Wow, that's a hmm. I, I, my brain's going in like a million different directions now. Yep. Um, I would probably say no, no. Same going down the list. Sorry. You, you you give somebody. See, I have to think, man. I'm a processor. I know you've already got an answer. Come on, yeah, John Piper. Just because I would love to pick his brain. Uh, for those that don't know, John Piper is a uh, very famous Calvinist preacher um, who I just found out recently is Baptist. <laughs> so we claim him. My whole childhood is ruined. No, just kidding. Even us Baptists that are four-point Calvinists claim him. Um, <laughs> I, I would probably say Malcolm Gladwell. Who's that? He's one of my favorite authors. And he the books that he writes are always just he's got like he's got one that I just picked up today called um is it the Bomber Mafia? I can't remember exactly what the title is, but it's it, he has a podcast where he'll analyze an event in history. And tell the story about the people around it. Oh, that's and cool. pick it apart as in what if this person felt differently or this person oh. did something different? What you would know have that's happened? Right, that's right up my alley. And this book that I just picked up is all about the bombing of Hiroshima and Nagasaki. And what if the people around it did not go the way that they would have? What would have happened? Could it have what been spared? Malcolm and would it Gladwell. Have, Malcolm Gladwell. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's got the Tipping Point, Blink, What the Dog Saw. Lots of good books. I would probably say him. Because some of that stuff is just fascinating. Okay. Ooh, that's a good one. There you go. Uh, let's let's throw another wrench in there. Twentieth century, alive or dead? Anybody that was alive in nineteen hundred to now? Hmm. I got mine. Go ahead, Walt Disney. Yeah, yeah. Just because I I would love to pick his brain. Yeah. I would say see Vance brings up Alton Brown. And I'm starting to think like down the foodie path, you know. Yeah. I would probably no I would probably say Walt too, you know. That's a really yeah. I don't know how you can say anybody but if you limit it to that specific time frame. Right. All okay. right. Yeah. Here you go. Easy one. What is your theme song? It's my theme song. My theme song. Um, Unrelated at birth. <laughs> <Like <laughs> <most people>. <laughs> 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 uh, 
So, so let me, what is the, I know what your theme song is. Like the song that pumps you up is what? Rocky. It's from the Rocky yeah. soundtrack. Yep. Yeah. I would say the opening, the opening theme to the Rocketeer would be mine. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's funny. Amanda said Alton Brown is nice. She's actually had interaction with him. Oh, cool. Yeah. All right. Icebreakers are done. We've, we've broken that ice. The ice is broken. All right, here, here we go. Here we go. Booty. So foodie. that's funny. We were just talking about food, and foodie. now we got foodie. Are you ready to bring home the bacon with a bread and butter interview? Spice things up with these foodie questions that are sure yeah. to open up any interview guest. <clears throat> what is the spiciest food you've ever eaten? The spiciest food I have ever eaten was probably a, it was a Carolina Reaper hot sauce at um, Tijuana Flats. They had one on the bar and it had the highest rating and it literally didn't taste like anything. Like it kind of almost tasted like the plastic thing it had been stored in, <laughs> but it literally like that ruined that meal for me. And I can't say that about many spicy things because I like spicy food, but it ruined that meal. Pants. I don't know where this came from. I always imagine Turkey in the straw plays and Dave's head continuously. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Wow. I mean, are you saying that because of Willie? And then three or four beats. Dave, you're basically a walking ice cream truck. See now the sad thing about it is now it is gonna play in your head. I know. Vance, where did that come from? Oh, <laughs> I'm scared to ask what song Vance think plays in my head all day. Yeah. <laughs> oh, theme song. That's my thing. Okay. Yeah. Um, what's the spiciest food I've ever eaten? Was that stupid gummy bear your son fed me? <laughs> As um, a ghost like, pepper gummy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although you have to admit, I sat there and I took it you did. and I didn't. I didn't drink did. milk for a couple minutes afterwards. And yep. Whoo, second to that though <laughs> is after we got back from this last trip to Disney, when we went to Sanaa, now I'm loving Indian food. We found this Indian food place here in town that we ordered DoorDash from. And I ordered the butter chicken and this says, Oh, what's well, your spice level? Whenever I do wings, I always do hot wings. So it's like, <laughs> okay, I'll choose hot. <laughs> Ooh, I could barely taste that chicken. Oh, I bet. <laughs> I bet. Okay. Um, so this is a good continuation of that first question we had tonight. Okay. What is your favorite breakfast cereal? Is it different than what it was when you were a kid? Hmm. I'm boring, man. My favorite breakfast cereal, like as a guilty pleasure, is probably Lucky Charms. What I enjoy eating every day and probably could eat every day and never get tired of it is Honey Nut Cheerios. Yeah. Uh, Just boring. Okay. We're, we're very similar. Uh, growing up, 
mine was fruity pebbles. Okay. But they took the gluten now, the stupid fruity pebbles, and they taste different now. So <laughs> haven't they always been made out of rice? Okay. So funny story. I hope Amanda's still watching because she can vouch for me on this. When they first started being made uh fruity pebble or gluten-free fruity pebbles, I could taste the difference. And Amanda said, you know, we went through two or three boxes. She said she bought Fruity Pebbles when I went to work one day. She said, Dave, I found you Fruity Pebbles with all the gluten in it. She went and put the Fruity Pebbles in the little cereal, like clear cereal container where it's not in the box. I poured me a huge bowl, super excited. Took one bite and I said, nope. The gluten is, is this is gluten free. They've, they've always been gluten free. No, they haven't. They're they made out of rice. Different. They taste. They're made out of now. rice. Rice has no gluten. Rice, yeah. it has no gluten. Has... Now, now, do I think they probably changed the high fructose corn syrup? Here you go. Has Fruity Pebbles always been gluten free? Here you go. As for the sugar content, the new cereals will have nine grams instead of the current eleven see, grams. See, that's okay. what that's what happened. They changed the sugar on you. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was the sugar so content. So go get but two now, grams. Go measure out two grams of sugar. Dump it in there and see if it makes a difference. Yeah. But now I my favorite is Lucky Charms. Mm-hmm. Um Amanda yeah, says they have oh, oh, good. Post Pebbles, the Pebbles cereal under Post Consumer Brand has always been a safe choice for celiacs. These cereals are rice-based and free of all gluten-containing ingredients. Amanda, back me up here, though. I could tell a difference from what you said was gluten-free. Dave's palate was trained to 11 grams of sugar. I'm serious. It probably does make a difference. It probably does taste different. Nothing tastes the same as it used to. No, it Have you seen the cereal bars they've made out of Lucky Charms? Yes, they do not taste the same. I still think they're good, but they're not. No, they're they're good. not crunchy. They're not crunchy, you know. But they're good. Dad, come with the Mets beat the Braves. Look at my Google tab. Soup definition. Definition of cereal. Movie with best soundtrack. The Bomber Mafia. Fruity Pebbles gluten. <laughs> this has been a great show. Yeah. All right. This is the how dare you? How dare you? Category. Now I have to find it. Oh, here we go. Remember truth or dare, answer yes. truthfully or else. Make it a drinking game or just find out things you never wanted to know about your co-host. Well, real quick, Vance said, I love gluten-free labels on corn, rice, and meat products. My favorite is um, the gluten-free on the Orville Redenbacher, Orville Redenbacher popcorn. Yeah. Amanda says, someone talk us out of getting a cat. Nope. Highly encourage it. You're talking about getting a cat? Yeah. Yeah. Do it. I don't know if, don't know if this category is good for us. Uh-oh. What is the meanest thing that you have ever done? The meanest thing that I have ever done that wasn't out of self-defense? Yes. 
do you remember this was my freshman year? So you weren't there yet. In Patey, there was a dude. The very first, when you came onto our wing, it was the very uh-huh. first room on the right. And his name was Adam too. And he built, not built, made a spider web out of like twine from his ceiling. Like he took a, a clothespin t- or a pushpin tied a knot and started with one string and interwove this spider web. Right. And so we were messing around and everybody was being dumb and messing with some people. And so we snuck into his room and cut one of the strings. Oh, dude. Well, everybody was messing with everybody. Right. And everybody was kind of like, oh, you know, pranks all around. And he was not happy. No. So, yeah. So I I don't know if this could be the meanest thing I've ever done. It's up there. Ellie is Ellie was four and she was playing in snow and I said, Hey, let's go throw snowballs. I pelted her in the face. I was gonna say I can see <laughs> <laughs> You heard the whoosh coming off of it when it left my hand. Yeah. This tells you how how I can be sometimes. Sometimes I don't think, and I know that's shocking to this this whole show, but we went down to the beach with some friends a couple of years ago and uh, we were at my parents. <laughs> Is it bad that I'm laughing at that? No. <laughs> well, you know, she's fine now, right? Yeah. We were down at my parents and uh, condo and their six-year-old, she's a lot older now. Um, their six-year-old went out on the patio and I shut the patio and locked it. Wow. <laughs> And she sat there and just like knocked the window. I just waved back. Nice. Hi. Yeah. She started crying. Is there any is there any more detail about that last comment on the feed? Yeah. Amanda, I need some more detail about that. If you want to come downstairs and uh and 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 talk to us about this on the show. So she catfished someone before catfishing was a thing. Where's Neve? Can we get Neve on the phone real fast? Yeah, <laughs> I, I need some more information about this, honey. Um <laughs> I know you're upstairs watching us right now. If you want to just, you know, walk your beautiful self back down here and uh, and and tell me, she says no. If you just want to, Dave's over there. If you just want to walk your beautiful self, <laughs> <laughs> Dave, do you have issue with children? <laughs> no. So uh, I think like a child sometimes, even though I'm an old person. <laughs> I just have I have that scene. No offense. I hope you don't take any offense. Oh, dude. I have that scene from Dumb and Dumber where he just smacks her and he's like, (laughs) 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 Yeah. Oh, there's no offense taken. (laughs) Oh, we have one that just popped out. Oh, good. It was meant to be. Travel. Mm. If you could go to one place in the world, what would it be? Right. Got the travel bug? Find out where and what is on your guest bucket list. Let's see. If you had, no. Mm. If you could travel back to a specific moment in time, hmm. what error, era, era? Is that era or a specific like time? Said moment in time, which era would you choose? Are you Googling? Um, 
No, I was looking up something different. Um, I would, hmm, an era. I don't, I don't that's tough. The beginning it's of the tough, birth man. of the nation for me. Like it would be right after the Revolutionary War, right as the. Oh, so you, you'd pull it, you'd pull a Thomas Jefferson. What did I miss? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, the war is over, and I just happen to be back from France right at this exact moment. Ah, uh, France. <laughs> <laughs> I would agree with that. I um. Carrie says the 1920s, the Roaring Twenties. Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna be I'm gonna be straight up honest. Okay. I used to always say that I would like to go back to like the 40s with some of the big band music and the dance club. Like the, it was just a different yeah. culture back then. Until I, we were having this conversation at work one time and there were probably four or five of us in a group talking about the same thing. And I said that, and one of my African-American colleagues said, yeah, that's probably the last period of time that I would ever pick. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know that I, it, it kind of shifted my perspective because I don't know that I would want to go back because I would notice that type of thing too. Right. You know what I mean? I would probably, if I had to pick one era, I would pick like, aside from any plagues that were going around, like the Renaissance, like when Leonardo da Vinci and Michelangelo painting the Sistine Chapel, like seeing that type of thing. Yeah. Cause that what are you talking the revolutionary about? You war, see, you can walk into Epcot and see it anytime you want to. <laughs> That's true. After you wait for 30 minutes. Uh, no, but the revolutionary war still is close enough to feel very real, especially to us. Cause we know the story so well, right. but history that far back doesn't even feel real. It doesn't even feel real, you know? Yeah. So that's, that's why I would pick something that far back. That's true. Uh, Jeffrey Martin says the old West Vance says feudal Japan. Oh, wow. Interesting. Where is the furthest you have traveled by car? By car. And not, it just doesn't have to be you driving. It, you traveled by car. Can we include uh, church vans? Yeah. The furthest I've ever traveled by car was from Alabama to Indiana, Ohio, and Kentucky. We went on a, well, I didn't say that's the farthest I've traveled by car, dude. Okay. You don't get to make a value judgment on whether or not that's an acceptable distance, David. Um, no, but we went on a, a church youth choir tour through several churches that yeah. one of them, we started with the one that our youth pastor at that time had started at. And then went to several places. We went to Kings Island and Indianapolis. It was cool. But that was the furthest for me. So being part of the Million Dollar Band, I, I, I've been on a lot of bus trips. We did Tuscaloosa to Miami okay, on a bus. Um, but the furthest I've, at, I've been by car, I, we drove from Huntsville to D.C. Wow. That was pretty far. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say that or the Miami trip. Yeah. By car, I think the furthest west I ever went by car was to Branson. Branson, with, uh, Missouri. With, with Blair and her parents. But that was from Mississippi. So it was already pretty far over there. Yeah. All right. Next one. Next. Oh, this is my category. We got the wrestling, y'all. Wrestling. All right. See how this goes. I hereby, I hereby 
I hear I hereby move that we add a category catfishing to the cup. Yes. And make Amanda <laughs> come down here. And the question is, do you know anybody who has been ever catfished somebody and what is their story? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry, Amanda. What is your favorite and least favorite wrestling era? Era. Era. Hey, Carrie, are you uh, available for a phone call? Because I don't think Adam will be able to help you. Hey, 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 hey. I can help you with this one. Okay. I think, personally, that the Hulkamania era, it was my favorite. I had, we've talked about the toys and the clothes and the little Hulkamania-like workout set, you know, and all that kind of stuff. Um, I honestly, I followed it a little bit in college with the NWO Mm -hmm. and, and all of that. And it was probably once the rock and stone cold, Steve Austin, and a lot of those guys started phasing out. That's when I really just kind of lost any and all interest in it. So I would say the more recent stuff is my least favorite era overall. Amanda Amanda says her favorite was the COVID era where they worked on every night. (laughs) Wow. I mean, that's valid. It's her opinion. All right. I am going to phone a friend because Carrie is like the wrestling guy and I'm going to let him answer too. So are you ready for this? Hello. 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 What's up? You're on live, sir. Hi, hi, audience. (laughs) Um, So what is your favorite and least favorite wrestling era of all time, sir? Um, least favorite, we'll start with that, uh, would have been, and to kind of touch on what Adam said a minute ago, kind of that ruthless aggression era. Um, you know, you, you had Stone Cold and The Rock kind of bow out, you know, the end of the, the attitude era and then taking the project more or the product more PG. And I, I know that may seem weird to some, but when you saw what the attitude era brought um, and, and how many eyes it had on it and then how many eyes started fading away because the product kind of became a little more vanilla. Uh, and so I would, I would say that ruthless aggression, but more so the start of the ruthless aggression era. Um, so like uh, the John Cena slapping yeah. Kurt Angle in the face era. Yeah. And I mean, and, and here's where I lost it, right. Is because not that, You know, and not to say that I never thought it was real because as a a small child, I definitely thought it was real. But even as a, you know, someone who understood the biz, quote unquote, you know, having a guy like Brock Lesnar out there, there, there's just no reality to anybody beating this guy up. Yeah. Um, And that was my whole thing with that era was, you know, watching a guy like Kurt Angle, who, you know, not to knock him, he's an Olympic gold medalist with a broken freaking neck. Um, but you know, little guys, Jeff Hardy and, and Ray Mysterio beating up a guy like Brock Lesnar. It just, it was to me just enough for me to say, I'm not interested in it anymore. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, one B would be the current era because Vince has lost so much touch with the product, but we, um, but we got AEW now. Right. Uh, <laughs> nice. My favorite, I mean, I think everybody's go-to would be the Attitude Era, but 
man, I really enjoyed the early 90s, like 1990 to about 94. And not so much the Hulk Hogan Ultimate Warrior part of it, but just all the characters. Give me Papa Shango. Give me Doink the Clown. Yeah. Give me the Repo Man. Like all these whimsical, just crazy off the wall characters. Like, I love to go back and watch Royal Rumbles from the early 90s because you would have 30 guys with just crazy gimmicks about them come in. You would have one guy who's a repo man, and the next guy that comes in is a Viking from the 1700s. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Hey, real quick. Hold him closer. Um, That that, that was my go-to. Okay, hold up. I think Adam's going to try to ask you a question. No, I was saying hold hold him closer to the mic. Hold him closer. Okay. And don't breathe in the mic with your nose either. Okay. Sorry. Ask him a question, Adam. I didn't have a question. I was telling you to hold him closer to the phone. He was telling me to hold you closer. Sorry. Okay. Well, that is awesome, Carrie. Um, I, I, I actually expected you to say ECW or something. Yeah. I mean, you could throw ECW in. That would have been in that Attitude Era-esque time frame at the end of it. But, you know, they were, they were part... <sighs> They they weren't really part of an era. They were just more of a a product that was non mainstream at the time, and uh, I, that's a whole other rabbit hole I could go down. But we won't. Yes. We don't that <laughs> time. But, yeah. If you ever like want to just find some whimsical fun in wrestling, I encourage anyone to to just go back and watch some of that anywhere from like nineteen eighty nine ninety to like ninety four ninety five WWF. Um, that there's just so much comedic gold and just nonsense there that it's just, it's fun to get lost in. Yep. Yeah. All right, Gary. Appreciate it, buddy. Enjoy. All right. Bye. Thanks, Gary. So he, he said, uh, you know, probably what were you going to say? We agreed. I know. I'm, I'm, the attitude era was my favorite just because, I, oh, I sure. went, yeah. yeah, I grew up in that. Watched NWO, watched DX. Uh, Jeffrey said, uh, "What was y'all's favorite live at event in person moment?" Uh, I don't know if you've ever. Did you ever go to any wrestling events live? I did not. Okay, so my favorite one was actually here in Huntsville at a SmackDown. Uh, it was when Stone Cold was a the the GM of Raw, and Chris Jericho and him were having their little back and forth they drank a beer at the end and they were just having a good old time and jericho just slapped uh, stone cold on the back just trying to be buddy buddy with him stone cold looked at him and then all of a sudden stone cold stunned him wow i thought that was cool yeah so all right there's our wrestling talk for the day it was fun that was better than you expected wasn't it it was good yeah all right this is called film buff film buff do you watch movies like it's your job? This one is full of opinion-based questions about specific movies and directors. Name five movies that you think everyone should see in their life Ooh. and why. Man, five. Saving Private Ryan because it, it, it fully shows what yeah. your grandparents and great-grandparents went through. Yeah. Um. Rocky just because I think it, it it's one of the best movies out there ever made. Okay. Uh, 
Christmas Vacation because it's the best Christmas movie ever made. <laughs> okay. Um, Ghostbusters because I think uh, Ghostbusters and um, Back to the Future because I think it defines a generation. Okay. So those are my five. All right. I'm going to say Jurassic Park because it, I think, is one of Spielberg's best movies. Yep. And I think it did the same thing that Jaws did of making something that on its face wouldn't seem like a horror movie feel like a, a, a scary movie, you know? So I'd say Jurassic Park. I would say The Rocketeer slash, so I think they're kind of similar, Indiana Jones. Yeah. Anything that harkens back to those old like movie serials, you know, from back in the 50s and 60s, that type of thing. I would say It's a Wonderful Life. Because Ooh. of the message. Yep. I would say a Christmas story. I'm going to throw two Christmas ones in there. A Christmas story because we all need to remember what it felt like to get that gift on Christmas Day and find right. that feeling, even as adults. He and lost that love <laughs> feeling. You never close your eyes anymore when you open gifts. Anyway, um, that's four. That means I need to come up with a fifth one. All right, I'm. I, I a long time ago when the movie ride, great movie ride, was still around. Mm -hmm. I made it a. It was back when Netflix only delivered discs. Right. I made it a mission to watch every single movie from the Great Movie Ride, and I haven't still haven't completed it to this day. But one of the movies that I enjoyed that I never thought in a million years I would enjoy was Footlight Parade. Okay. So I would say that one. Okay. It is, you go into it thinking it's going to be one thing and it ends up being something completely different. And it was actually really, really enjoyable. And it harkens back to what that overproduced musical numbers and stuff like that was, which are now gone from movies completely. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Jeffrey Martin, uh, Hunt for Red October. Of course, he says that. Back to the Future, Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein, The Love Bug, mm. and Phantoms. Okay. Uh, I think this is your dad. Willy Wonka, Miracle on 34th, the original, Indi any Indiana Jones, A Christmas Story, and It's a Wonderful Life. Okay. All right. So I'm going to do some rapid fire from this movie category. Ready? Let's do it. Back to the Future or E.T.? Back to the Future. E.T. was future. a good movie, but not great. Better Love Story, Titanic or Notebook? The Notebook. The notebook. The end will get you. The end will get you every time. Yeah, well, and in Titanic, it's not a love story. She lets the dude freaking sink, even though he could have. Yeah, but she'll never forget him. But she'll and she went and did all the things they talked about, Dave. But he could have survived. Spit like a man. He could have survived on the door. <laughs> Thanks, James Cameron. When the Blair Witch Project first came out, did you believe it was a true story? No, I didn't yeah, even I did. see it when it first came out. Rocky or Fight Club? Um, I've never seen Fight Club, so I'm going to have to say Rocky. Okay. All right. There you go. Yeah. And that's All my right. clock, everybody. Again. At the tone, the time is 11 p.m. Eastern. All right. Hypotheticals. <laughs> Jeffrey says that he would see Ricky. <laughs> Yo, Adrian, I did it. Ricky. 
hypothetical questions pose interesting debates to have with podcast co-hosts. They're so interesting because there are no correct answers someone can give. Mm, I don't know about that. We'll see. If you could bring back any canceled TV series, which one would it be and why? Quantum Leap. Because it, the story was never allowed to go full circle. It should have gone one more season just to have an ending, but I could watch Quantum Leap all day. And I, you know, you, you think Home Improvement, you've got some out there like that, that actually the arc kind of went, or at least it fizzled out. They'd went too much with it. But Quantum Leap never got the ending it deserved. So on that same vein, I'm going with one that's actually very modern that you agree with was a good show. Mm -hmm. Timeless. Timeless wasn't bad. It didn't get the ending it deserved. No. Timeless has oh. a soft spot in my heart because I watched it at oh, the NBC Media Center. Yeah, we did yeah. that and got the free gift cards. Yep. Uh, Good Jeffrey times. says, Duke's a hazard. Your dad. No. I don't know who that is. Says Jericho. I don't think that would be your dad, is it? I don't know. It just says Facebook user. Yeah. What do you wish grew on trees? What do I wish? Real quick, Jeffrey Martin says, Home Improvement got its ending on Last Man Standing. Totally agree. Yep, absolutely. What do I wish grew on trees? Money. Hmm. Yeah, but then you'd find no fulfillment. Oh, that was Kyle Gilbert. Oh, Kyle. Kyle Gilbert's back in the fold. What's up, KG? Nice. What do I wish grew on trees? Money. Lucky Charms. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's not bad. I mean, you know, I wish that common sense grew on trees. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. I wish annual uh, DVC points grew on trees. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just upgrade right here. Pluck, pluck, pluck. Yep. <laughs> yep. You can choose anyone in the world to become friends with. Who do you choose? Anyone in the world to become friends with. Honestly, like, are we talking like best friends? Like you actually, if we're talking, okay. If we're talking best friends to the point where you get like some, some kind of like benefit of knowing them, I would say Elon Musk. Cause I want a Tesla and launch me into space. (laughs) Hands down. (laughs) The only reason I want to ask this question is because of a Saturday Night Live skit. If you were a food, what kind of food would you be? Mm. Jeffrey says Josh tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, please. If you were any kind of food. So here's why I say that. Okay. Old SNL Will Ferrell being uh, Harry Carey. Hey, if you were a hot dog, would you eat yourself? <laughs> I would. Nice. But, so what, what would you say? What would you say? If I was a food, any type of food, I don't know. That's a tough one. I, I barbecue because it's so freaking good. Huh. I would say a black licorice jelly bean. Because no one would want to eat you? Because I would last a really long time. <laughs> but the people who would appreciate me really do like me. And the Man. people who are just faking it, stay away. Your dad says cowboy ribeye. There you go. 
No, it's funny. You asked that question. I always do that in job interviews. Not always. Sometimes I'll just, if someone's doing really, really well, uh-huh. sometimes I'll throw out, if you were an animal, what animal would you be? Elephant. Or something like that. Why? Elephant. Why? Because you never forget anything. Well, that, no, that's just, that's stupid. That's just stupid. No, I'd be an elephant because you're big enough that you can do things on your own. Okay. Yet you stay in a herd because you need that camaraderie. Oh, look at Dave. He, he does move in herds. Okay. See, there's, there's my deep thought for the night. You know, I, I can I can be on my own. I can do I can work on my own, but I prefer to be around people. Yeah. There you go. Whereas I would like to be a black licorice jelly bean where everybody just leaves <laughs> me the heck alone. Yep. <laughs> All right. We got two uh, categories left: baseball and superhero. We're going with baseball first. Okay. Is it so you can pick on baby elephants? Oh. Will anyone ever win as a pitcher? Will anyone ever win 30 regular season games again? So, wait, say that again. As a pitcher, will any one pitcher ever win 30 regular season games again? Not if they play for the Braves. Uh, um, no, they won't. I, I don't think you can anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Carrie whispers, he does move in herds. <laughs> na, 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 na. <laughs> Yeah, there will never be another 30-game winner just because, yeah, pitch count. Jeffrey says it right. Pitch counts won't allow it. Yeah. What is your least favorite baseball stadium? Your least favorite baseball stadium would be, are we talking major and minor? Because I haven't been to that many majors. Minor would be um, Osceola County Stadium here. It would be the one they had here. Favorite, yeah. favorite, though, is uh, is Trop, the Trop. Not because it's a great baseball stadium, but because you can watch baseball in the AC. So I say that's a horrible stadium. <laughs> My least favorite is actually an old one, Fulton County. I'm glad that place got blown up. I liked Fulton County Stadium. Oh, it was horrible. Well, it was the most uncomfortable place to sit. The whole stadium? Yes, it was horrible. <laughs> so since uh, Jeffrey Martin said that I'm I'm – have deep, deep thoughts like Jack Handy. I looked up some deep thoughts by Jack Handy. And here's one that's, that's good for you. Ready? Yep. If I was being executed by injection, I'd clean up my cell really neat. And then when they came to get me, I'd say, injection? I thought you said inspection. And then they'd probably <laughs> feel really bad and let me off. <laughs> oh, man. I have a feeling we're going to have the same answer for this one. Who is okay. the most underrated baseball player of all time? The most underrated baseball player of all time. You think Dale Murphy? Yes, Dale Murphy. I don't think he was underrated, though. They had that Nike poster of him holding the he, glowing bat. He, he was the golden child for a while. In the Hall of Fame. Now, that is true. I do agree with that. He I is do not a that. Hall of Famer, and that is okay. a travesty. Yep, I agree with that. Him and Pete Rose need to be inducted in the same year. Yep. Agreed. All right. Last one. Superheroes. This is the last category, really? Yeah. Wow. Time flies. 
What superhero villain would you most like to play in a movie? What superhero villain? <clears throat> Real quick. Uh, somebody says, Del I think this is KG, Dale Murphy, hands down. Carrie says, Craig Biggio. Hmm. Anyway, superhero villain I can see that. like to play. Superhero villain. All right, I'm going through now. Let's see. DC, Marvel. I've got mine. Go ahead. Riddler. Riddler's good. Just because he's so matter of fact and, and he does it telling dad jokes. It's <laughs> a good point. That's a very good point. All right, how about this? If I could play any villain, and I'm going to do comic book movie instead of superhero, okay? Okay. I would play Neville Sinclair in The Rocketeer because, well, hear me out. I have a reason. Okay. Love that movie. Love everything about that movie until the big reveal at the end when all of a sudden he has a German accent. And then it kind of comes and goes a little bit. I would nail that, man. Come on. He used to be James Bond for Pete's sake. He wasn't <laughs> a on, good James Bond. No, he wasn't. But still, uh, I would yeah, nail yeah. that part, man. I would be more convincing. Anyway. Yeah. Lex Luthor, Dr. Doom, mm. Lex Luthor. I yeah, agree. How, do you, how do you play Lex Luthor, though? See, the Gene Hackman version I can get behind, like Jeffrey said. But you Honestly? have to, I would almost say I would take I would take Carrie. If Carrie wants to do Lex Luthor, I would pick him up and put him in Batman v Superman. And he can replace whatever the heck that was. Oh, see, I, that's where you and I are going to disagree. Jesse Eisenberg is a no. great Lex Luthor. Because he all, Jesse, mm. all, all he does is play the exact same character in every movie he was in. The exact same character. The Social Network, Lex Luthor, same character. Same character. All right. He has Last. the depth of a kiddie pool. We got two questions left. <laughs> okay, please. Which superhero has the best vehicle? Ooh. The best vehicle. See, I want to go Tim Burton Batman. Right. Is that Batmobile was was pretty styling oh, back in was, the day. Yeah. But I would love a jet that I could just fly around and nobody knows where I am. Wonder Woman with that invisible. Yeah. Jet. That's exactly what I was thinking too. Yeah, I've got to go with that. Yep. I Jeffrey says Batman hands down. He does have some. I mean, he's got the jet. He's got the vehicle. He's got hey, the, the Batwing is pretty cool though. I'll take the Batwing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's where it's at. And he's got a lot of vehicles though. All yeah. right. What superhero without a movie deserves one? What superhero without a movie deserves one? That hasn't been in a movie at all or hasn't had their own standalone movie. That hasn't had their own standalone movie. And 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 I will caveat this when I tell you my pick. Man, I don't see I'm, I have to I have to go back and think now on who hasn't who hasn't had a movie. Go ahead and give your answer while I process. So here's my caveated pick. Because I think Green Lantern deserves a good movie. Because that Rex Ryan, that that whatever Ryan that Reynolds. was, Ryan Reynolds was not a good one. Yeah, uh, but I think he deserves a good, like he's probably one of the best superheroes out there, and he deserves a good movie. Sure, sure. 
Uh, mine is going to be rectified very soon. The answer I would give would be the Flash. flash. Um, He's had a movie though. He isn't. Well, that's true. I mean, if I you know, count that, I mean, it's the same caveat as the Green Lantern. You know. Right. 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 Um, oh, Carrie wins. Carrie wins. Gambit. Oh yeah, I could see Gambit. That would be cool. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Any of the X Men that haven't been featured yet, like that, would be cool. The X Men yep. really need to be redone. Because I used to love the X Men back in the day. KG says Incredible Hulk needs a Mark Ruffalo movie. Um, Vance Cope, the Wonder Twins deserve their own movie. Wonder Twins unite in the form of a movie. Your dad says original Green Lantern was my was his superhero when he was a kid. Yeah, that's cool. Hang on, let's see. I'm trying to pull up a list of who hasn't had a movie. Hang on. Okay, let's get let's get an informed answer to this one. Second, let's see. And yes, uh, Jeffrey Channing Tatum was supposed to do Gambit at one time. Um, I really, really wished that had happened. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to stick with what I said. I okay. think our answers are solid on that one, looking at this list. So, yeah. Yep. Well, guys, that, that was a, a fun, fun episode. That was good. So, all right. So just recapping. What we have planned for the next couple of shows. Next week, we are going to have a special guest on the show to talk about Harry Potter and could it be considered a Christian movie? Kind of out there. We know, but trust me. That's what Matthew's we're here got, for. He's got, I know. We're unrelated at birth. I mean. <laughs> the next show after that, we will deep dive into Aaron Burr. There is Sir. a 16-minute video that uh, will be required watching. I'll make sure I watch it as well. I don't think we can watch it on the show because that would kind of be weird. We might do yeah. a pre we, we might do a pre-show. And this is two weeks, the next show. You know, we're doing every other week. Yes. Geek at birth is the week between that. So um Set. so and then we might, you know, every now and then we might do a history deep dive because I, I that's something I geek hmm. out about. Maybe this book, you know, maybe this this bomber mafia book will spur something. Who knows? That's but listen to that Malcolm point. Gladwell podcast, everybody. You'll enjoy it if you're a history buff. There you go. There you go. So, Adam, if they want to get a hold of the show, just like your father did, does, and Carrie does a lot, mm -hmm. how would they do so, sir? They could call 650-UAB-SHOW, 650, <laughs> not yet. Hang on. Wait, wait, wait. 650 UAB show. They'll hear a brief message followed by a beep. There you go. Followed by a beep. Leave beep. a message. Anything you want to talk about, geek out about, questions, hot takes, anything. We will play it on the show every single time after we receive it. Sometimes even in the middle of the show, we'll receive one and play it. So 650 UAB show. Spell it out. Beep. Leave a message. Be part of the show. Or you can hit us up on socials. Dave, how do they do that? I am at DMs419 on the Twitters and the Instas. He is at Runtide Run on the Twitters and the Instas. The show on Instagram is at Unrelated at Birth. The show on Twitter is at Not Related Bros. Patreon.com backslash Unrelated Birth, $5 a month. Uh, yeah, I won't. If we get five more, I won't sing for a whole three months. Three months. Five three more. Months. Five more for three months. Five for three. Five, four, three, and then two, one. Two, one.
Yeah. Anyway, um, so also facebook.com backslash unrelated at birth. Uh, find us, find the Facebook group unrelated at birth listener group. We have a lot of fun in there. Um, just anyway, guys, you spent almost two hours with us so far. Just this turned out to be a better episode than I thought it would be. Yeah, this was good. We had a ton of fun. We found out Amanda, my wife, catfished somebody. That was worth it. I, need, <laughs> I will, I, I, I will need some of that story. Um, Carrie said, believe it's on the YouTubes for the gambit the, short. Yeah. The gambit short. I'll have to look for that. Um, anyway, guys, I, I say it every time we, we get together and it blows my, I, this truly blows my mind. Every time we hang out that there are people who want to spend time just listening to what Adam and I say, I appreciate it. We can't thank you guys enough guys and gals enough for hanging out with us. What, what, what's sorry. Jeffrey Martin said, today I learned that Adam is channeling his inner Chuck Woolery and he'll be back in two and two. <laughs> that is, remember, Jeffrey Martin's new, uh, his new segment is Today I Learned. I like it. Every every time. Anyway, guys, we love y'all. Uh, we, we truly do mean it. Adam, take them home. Yeah, thank you again, guys, for spending some time with us. We really do love hanging with you guys. And remember, we love you, but not as much as Jesus does. Stay safe out there. Be kind to one another. And we will catch you again in two weeks.